Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings 22. And I got to tell you, if you're out there wondering why people get chance after chance after chance, if that is a problem with you, if you're one of those guys or one of those girls who like, well, as soon as you do something wrong, God ought to drop the hammer on you then the study of Ahab is not for you (laughs) because God shows truly that he is slow to anger, slow to wrath, and forever wants people to come back to him. Listen, Ahab is a clear picture of that. So here we are. We're in 1 Kings 22, and they're trying to develop a game plan to go to war against Syria. Now, who's trying to do this? Ahab, who is the king of Judah, and Jehoshaphat, the king of Israel. And so we pick up here in um, verse 13, Uh, they've come together, they've talked about it, they've got some prophets that have come together, actually all the prophets who came together said, yes, king, yes, king, you need to go to war, you need to go to war. And so Jehoshaphat's like, is there anybody else in this whole group of prophets, there were about 200 or so, that would give us a contrary word? Is there anyone else that would say, hey, maybe this is a bad idea. You ought to rethink it. So we pick that up right here in verse 13. So the Bible says this, and the messenger who went to summon Micaiah, who was another prophet, who, by the way, Ahab, king of Judah, said, this guy, Micaiah, never gives me a good word. He is is always a downer. So if you want a negative voice, this is the guy. So, So they send a messenger to get Micaiah, and they said to him, now behold, the words of the prophets with are in one accord, and they're favorable to the king. Let your word also, Micaiah, be like the word of all the other prophets and speak favorably to the king. But Micaiah said, look, as the Lord lives and the Lord says to me, that's what I'm going to speak. So he draws the line. He says, I don't really care what the crowd has done. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I am going to do what is right. I'm going to do what the Lord says. You've got to have someone in your circle that's like this. You have to have someone, as God gives you chance after chance, which he has done Ahab, listen, the the possibility of changing direction when you're surrounded by yes people is almost nil. To come to a major self-discovery by yourself is hard to do. So if you're somewhere in your life right now and you've got to make some changes, you need someone in your circle who's not impressed with you but is highly impressed with the Lord and follows him. So this is who this guy Micaiah is. So we pick it up and it goes on. It says, now when he had come to the king, that's, remember King Jehoshaphat and King Ahab, uh, um, he says, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead or shall we refrain? This is what Ahab asked. And so here's what he says. And he answered him, go up and triumph. And the Lord will give into your hand the king. But the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you speak to me nothing but the truth of the Lord? Now, so he goes up and he agrees with him. And now he's doubting him, right? And then he said, I saw Israel scattered on the mountains as a sheep that had no shepherd. Uh Uh-oh. And the Lord said, these these have no master. These All these people out there running around have no master. Let each return to his home in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Now did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning but evil? So here's what his prophecy said. He said, I saw Israel go up to battle, and I saw them without a shepherd. In other words, the king died. He said, if you go up and do this, you're going to die. And so he turns to Jehoshaphat and said, Didn't I tell you this guy's a negative dude? <laughs> so he goes on and he says this. And um, 
He said, uh, and the Lord said to him, who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said to another, and the spirit came forward and stood before the Lord saying, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, by what means? He said, I will go out and, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets, his prophets who don't listen to God anyway. They're going to tell him what he wants to hear. So these people had no credibility anyway, but God's going to use them to accomplish his will. And he said, you are to entice him and you shall succeed. Go out and do so. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these, your prophets. The Lord has declared disaster for you. So Micaiah says, look, here's the deal. All these prophets have said what you wanted them to say, but understand they're not speaking to you the truth. Then he goes on and says this, Then Zedekiah, the son of Chenaniah, came and said and struck Micaiah on the side of his cheek. He hit him. He said, how did the spirit of the Lord go from me and speak to you? So this guy sensed that the spirit of God was on Micaiah and he was jealous. Sometimes when you have the courage to stand and speak the clear truth of God, you are not going to be popular. And, and listen, one of the things that's going to stir up in other people is jealousy. So he slaps it and says, behold, you shall see on that day when you enter to the chamber and hide yourself. And the king of Israel, which is Jehoshaphat, said, seize Micaiah and take him back to Ammon, the governor of the city of Joash, the king's son, and say, thus says the king, put this fellow in prison, feed him very meagerly, only rations of bread and water until I come there in peace. Micaiah said, if you return in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, hear all you peoples. So Micaiah says, look, go ahead and lock me up. But the reality is, you're not coming back. <laughs> so, so if you come back, obviously I have not heard from the Lord and I deserve what I get. Well, so here's the bottom line up front. Have some people in your life that will speak the truth, even when it's unpopular. Now, when you have that you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Put people in our path that love you more than they are impressed with us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God's blessings on you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.